and what our podcast should be about. I'm Rob, and I'm joined here with Ryan, as always. Yeah. How's it going, man? Going good, brother. How you been? Good. Where in the uh, where in the world is Ryan San Diego, San Diego today? Oh, my God. I can't talk. Jesus. I am in the greatest place on earth. Yeah. San Diego. Oh, he's in San Diego. Yeah. Nice. Let's round of applause. Ryan for- San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Happy to be back. I dude, I love San Diego. Yeah. Love it. It's my it's my favorite place they've ever made me travel. Yeah. Um, this is what Hey, you've been here, I think, right, with the band back in the uh, no, day? No, actually, I don't think we have. I think uh, we we played in very Southern California, but I don't think we ever played in San Diego. I could be wrong. My memory is not great, uh, mm. but I, I don't think we did. I think we probably drove by it, but didn't stop. Very good metal town, I'm told. Um, unfortunately, I did not come here before COVID. COVID yeah. got here first yep. um, and kicked out all the metal. So... Right. I'm not uh, I'm not at shows, but I was told that, as we both know, cattle decapitations from here. Oh, yeah. Is definitely in the top 10 most brutal ever. Sure. Sure. Very <laughs> uh, household name. The uh, there, <laughs> yep, <laughs> everyone's exactly. favorite band, cattle decapitation. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, there's also very cool thing here. A black metal themed vegan restaurant. Oh, nice. That's fun. Very neat. Did you a lot of words. Did you go to it? (laughs) I have not. Uh, Are are they open in COVID? Uh, They are open. Take out. And I think they have a few tables outside. Wow. Which is nice. Wow. I I thought that would be very neat to go to the first uh, subgenre restaurant. The most brutal (laughs) vegetables in the valley. Yes, dude. We blacken everything. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy, man. We got a little bit of housekeeping up front. A little bit of housekeeping. I have some platform news for everyone. Exciting platform news. You can now find Pod About Pod on iHeartRadio. So for any of you iHeartRadio listeners out there, look us up. Pod About Pod. It's on there. All the episodes. Um, also, interesting development. And Ryan knows behind the scenes, I have been... Uh, f- I wouldn't say fighting, but I've I've been working diligently to make our podcast easier to find on Spotify, because while we are on Spotify up until this point, it's been very difficult to find it in the search on both desktop and mobile. I'm pleased to say this week, episode 36, that all changes. Wow, we did it. We did it, folks. We did it. We're in the search results of Spotify. <laughs> we did That's it. That's incredible. Uh, it's a little weird, though. You do have to do all one word. Pod about pod, all one word. I don't know why. It's it's silly, but it's better than nothing. That works on both desktop and mobile. So mm. if you know you're out there and you're telling your friends, oh, I listen to this like really sick podcast called Pod About Pod, like go find it on Spotify. Oh, but yeah, make sure it's all one word. You got to tell them all one word. All one word. Yeah. Our our logo very distinct. Yeah, it's very easy to find right. amongst all that garbage when you type it out. <laughs> yeah. They Trash. I could not believe <laughs> I couldn't believe it when you showed me months ago. You're like, "Look at this, man. Type it in." Mm-hmm. And someone with like two episodes mm-hmm. six years ago. Yeah. Comes up. Right. Before us. Yeah. 
few yeah. podcasts that are totally inactive. I'm not going to I'm not going to say Spotify has something against us, but I am going to say that there is something fishy going on when yes, I went out of my way to find new and obscure podcasts with with low episodes that would come up directly in the search when you type their name. And I've actually had several emails with uh podcast uh, Spotify for podcasters and anchor.fm are our host because Spotify owns anchor. And so finally I was like, why can't this work? And, and it yeah. was, I think it was this last round of emails that someone, I think, cause I showed them some podcasts that were inactive, only had a couple episodes that came up perfectly flawlessly in the search. And yet we're here, episode 36. We're really like, oh, oh almost 50 episodes in with the bonus mm-hmm. episodes and, uh, you know, struggling on that search box. So we're, we're finally we're, we're inching closer. And also, if you do pod about pod uh, spelled out the right way with the spaces, we now are coming up in the all podcasts list. But you got to scroll down like eight scrolls like with your on the on mobile that's crazy you discovered that and so um you know but that's going to improve over time and uh so anyway but if you want to tell your friends about us and they're like oh i'm on spotify are they on spotify yes we're on spotify pod about pod one word tell your friends yeah look this is proof that to get things done you can email someone a picture of the front of their house and they'll get it done. <laughs> that's and that's how I work, folks. That's how we do yeah. things at Pod About yeah. Pod. Yeah. Tell that to Steven over at Spotify. <laughs> I also want to, on a little bit of housekeeping, we, we talked about our, our listener in Ireland. A couple. Was it last episode or the episode before? It was within the last uh, couple episodes. I think it was the last episode. Yeah. Um. We haven't heard from that person, but I, there was another anomaly in the analytics that I wanted to point out. Mm-hmm. We have a very consistent listener from Boardman, Oregon. Boardman? Boardman, Oregon. So mm. if that's you, thank you for listening to Pod About Pod. We're, we're happy to have you. Shout out to Oregon. Boardman. What do you think happens in Boardman? Um, I mean, I'm assuming the the same thing as everywhere else in Oregon, craft beer and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, trees. You know what? We're going to. Mm. Uh, well, so Boardman is a city in Morrow County, Oregon. It's uh, on the Columbia River and Interstate 84. Wow. Uh, it has a 2010 census population of 3,220. This is a small town. <laughs> wow. I, I don't know if I want to hear from Boardman, Oregon. <laughs> oh, no, don't listen to him. We, we want you. Don't worry. Yeah. Tell, 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 tell your all your Welcome. friends. I would, I would love the entire town of Boardman, Oregon to listen to us. So that would be fantastic. <laughs> the, Pod about Pod may just turn into the Boardman, Oregon podcast where we only talk about <laughs> things about Boardman, Oregon. Did you know that Boardman was the homestead in 1903 of Samuel Herbert Boardman? Now you do. That was the wow. Yeah, he was the first superintendent of the Oregon State Park System. Oh, well, that's actually pretty cool. Um, uh, that's the that's the God. That's the George Washington of that state. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this is like. <laughs> Yeah, this is fantastic. Um, let's see. Yeah, so um, I like this. Uh, I like this uh, segment, by the way. Actually, <laughs> where we're investigating new fans, <laughs> stalking our new fans, we're, st- we're stalking people in our analytics that stand out as unique. Uh, Deeper analytics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now so this is also in northern Oregon. I'm looking at the map. It's about. Um, it's 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 kind of eastern. It's like uh, it's like a quarter, I guess, like, OK, so it's like three quarters east and right on the top. It's right on the border of, I guess, Washington state. Oh, and this would also probably be a pretty desertous part of this of the um, 
You know, so that's Southern, uh, Southern, you, people don't know this. I don't, I didn't know this. When I went to Washington state, once you get over that mountain range, it's like all desert in Washington really? state. Yeah. It's dusty. Um, if you look at Google maps and, uh, do a, like an aerial view, it's all like crop circles from circular, uh, irrigated farming. Um, those machines that go in circles to water oh, the yeah. crops. And so all the land is, is watered. Water is like, like uh, apps. It's like a precious, I mean, it's a precious commodity everywhere, but I mean, it's like water is like a real thing they contend with out there. Um, wow. It's, it's super dusty and uh, it's desertous. It's like, I, 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 I think it's considered desert land. Um, and I, because this is so far north on uh, Oregon and it's kind of off to the east, I'd be willing to bet that this, you know, I'm not, I haven't looked, but uh, I'd be willing to bet that there's some desert in there. So if, if, if you're uh, the Boardman, Oregon listener, um, let us know and let us know if you live in the desert. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they're definitely... Yep. It's, it's, it's okay. I'm looking at some pictures here. It's definitely, uh, there, there, uh, that's definitely f- desertous. Uh, and well, maybe, uh, as of 2013, the sixth largest employer employer in Boardman are the lamb Weston potato products, 370 employees, Oregon potato company. <laughs> that's the largest employer. Uh, it's the sixth largest employers. Oh, okay. Okay. Interesting. I thought the largest employer. Oh, and they, I I guess they have, uh, (laughs) evidently they have some coal mines there, coal export. Mm, I bet that's booming. Wow. Oh, wow. Uh, average temperature in July is 109. So yeah, this is desert area. Damn. In Oregon? I guess so. That's what it's saying in Boardman, Boardman, Oregon. Um, wow. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, in Boardman. You know what uh, the fans can look forward to? What's is, that? Uh, in the next couple of weeks, I think I'm going to be based out of Ohio. Whoa. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's going to be nice too. It's going to be coming home more often. Thank God. Oh, wow. Okay. Be, yeah. That's cool. Get some uh, cooler weather, hopefully. We could. If we you, got any fans in Ohio, let me know. What's it like right now? What's it going to be like in a month? We actually, that is one of our our our, our top 10 states, Ohio. I have a hunch. I, I think I know who it is, uh, but it might not be. Um, but that is a state that we get consistent listenership from. So, yeah, yeah Ohio, what's up? Anyway, <laughs> but but this is about Boardman, Oregon. That's what we're here to talk about today is Boardman, to Oregon. Boardman show. No, no, I'm joking. We're done with Boardman. Email us podaboutpodcast at gmail.com if that's you. We'd love to hear from you. So, Ryan, what should our podcast be about today? Well, I did uh I did have a topic I wanted to dive into. I wanted to see what you know about it. Okay. I've got a little bit of experience with it, but I'm I'm a little more serious now. So I I used to be very large, which, you know, I've shown I've shown you uh, uh, pictures of like high school, me and a couple of years after that. I was big old boy. Sure. And um, I'm one of those people that saw a movie and it changed like everything I knew about food. And um, you ever heard of the movie Fat, Sick and Nearly Dead? I believe so. Yeah, uh, there's there's been a, uh, there's been a few movies that, that have like really kind of mm, shifted how people think about food. I think like Food Incorporated or yep. was Food Inc. Um, was, uh, what's a Forks Before Knives or something yeah, like that? So, yeah. Knives so anyway, one. Of, yeah, but I, I yeah. think that's in that group of they all kind of came out around the same time, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like supersize me was like the first one, I think Yeah, it really opens people's eyes about what's going on with the food. Um, game changers was a good one. That was a, that was the most recent one, I think on Netflix. Wow. Um, 
that was, uh, that was all athletes. And, um, but fat sick and nearly dead was special because it was one guy who he, he, they were painting the picture. He's just like this wealthy businessman from uh, Australia. And um, he was talking about how, uh, like, as the success was happening, he was going on more like uh, company provided dinners. And it was not, you know, uh, not not either either uh, not uh, humble eating or, uh, yeah. you know, it was just not good. Not not what someone should be eating in large volumes. Sure. And yep. uh, he decided to uh, try out juicing. Juicing. Um, he was just juicing. Just to be just to be clear, juicing is is when you drink juices, not when you do steroids. <laughs> not when you. It's when you inject your muscle with vitamins and with vegetables and fruits, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, no, I'm talking about like uh, juicing fruits and vegetables. Uh, you're basically you're switching to to all vegan and you're removing all the fiber out of your diet. Wow. Okay. Um, you know, it's a, it, it's a, a fiber fast, I guess you would call it. Um, but he decided to, to make a movie where he, I don't remember if he did this in two week increments or one month, but he did one stay in New York, either two weeks or a month where he, and it was literally just this guy walking around, going to like juice places or produce places and juicing it in his hotel. Um, but he would go to like random people, not just unhealthy people, just right. random, not unhealthy looking people. I mean, um, he would go to random people and ask them what their food knowledge was and if they've ever heard of juicing, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, he would ask him what ailments they have too. And I don't think they never really got into if he was trying to convert people. I think he was just trying to gather info like this okay. is what's common in America. And like, you'll see a lot of these interviews and people are just messed up, man. Like yeah. Everyone's got something. He asked right. people how, what medications they're on or uh, if they're on more than one medication. Right. And that was, everything was alarming. Everything yeah. about okay. that was alarming because like, if you don't, if you're not someone who is like worried about your health yeah, and then you just start hearing everything, all the little bullet points about your diet and your, what is needed to keep you moving at a, you know, not constantly in pain every day, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's mind blowing. Sure. It's, it, it, everyone's got something. Yeah. You know, everything and everyone struggles with diet too. Right. Have, oh, you, yeah. have you ever we, tried we, any, well, we've anything talked extreme? A, well, we've talked a lot about food on, on the podcast. It's uh, kind of a recurring segment theme throughout. Uh, both of us are, are yes. constantly looking for. Uh, you know, we, well, I'm for looking, uh, but we we keep going, I guess. I, I can only speak for myself. I actually don't really know entirely what your regiments are, but I know me, I, I go in and out of sort of motivation. I, I if anything, I struggle yeah. with maybe some stress eating and, and food addiction type behaviors more so yeah. than uh, than diet. I, I, you know, but also the nature of my work keeps me um, at a desk a lot of the times. So that also doesn't help. So I'm that's gotta be brutal. Often mitigating that and trying to find ways to be more active uh, in, in those down times. But uh, yeah, I, as far as trying things extreme, um, no, I've never done a fast. Although my current way that I eat, I do probably do what would be considered intermittent fasting probably three days a week because without they're trying without even trying. There are some days where, you know, I, I'll, you know, maybe eat at like eight or nine o'clock uh, on one night and then I'm not going to eat again until three or four that next day. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so like I'm putting significant hours in between those meals and I probably mm -hmm. do that about three times a week, but it's not on purpose. I'm not doing it for like any health benefit. I'm not doing it. It's just my appetite 
Some about three times a week is not hungry in the morning or at lunch. It's uh, it's your lifestyle at this point. Right? Yeah, and so, yeah. I, I, but then the problem is, is 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 other times in between there, I'm probably my caloric intake is way above what it should be. So it's yeah. it's not really uh, helping. You know what I mean? You it's, suffer, you you definitely suffer from the same thing I do. It's when you're weak, you're weak, and when you're strong, you're strong. Yeah, you know. Yeah. When you're strong, you're, you know, you're holding on to that, but you're, you said it right. The motivation. Yeah. Motivation's crazy hard to come by. Yeah. When I first, you know, when I first started losing a lot of weight, I would say the most extreme thing I did was, um, in the beginning, I, I was very aggressive about cutting carbs and sugar, um, and, uh, and, and, and really, restrictive it was really restrictive at the time it didn't feel very restrictive but and now looking back on it it was pretty restrictive and i was very aggressive on the carbs and very aggressive on the sugar and Mm -hmm. so those two things were a major cut and i and i stuck very firmly to that for months and and the weight really came off but at this you killed it dude but uh, that was the most extreme I had done. You you were also, you, I mean, you had something that I've never had, and that was the regimented um, uh, workout motivation. You you found a hobby that was working out, and you were able to do that regularly. And I think that was your, along with having the, the well, let's admit, 90% of it's in the kitchen. Yeah. Every trainer says that. But you also... Were a, I, I think one big key is the regular exercise, even if you're not doing a ton of it. Yeah. But just sometimes I'll, you know, I'll go for like 10 minutes, just 10 right. minutes of my heart rate up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But that releases the, the necessary happy hormones. Right. I'm not, I'm no scientist. I, a doctor told me they're like, this is good, happy hormones. Sure. And you're, <laughs> it's going to make you not want to eat. No. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that that the the little bit of exercise m- gives you the incentive to not make that bad decision yeah. later on. You're not going to waste that time, you know? Right. Yeah. I I I I, I it, for me it was oh I I obviously <laughs> loved biking uh, or cycling, and but it was also I had figured out a routine that was very easy for me to accomplish. And that was a big piece of it. I knew I had brainstormed what cycling would look like in my life for a year before I bought my bike. And wow, I, I, cause you know, a, the bike is an expensive investment and Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that if I was going to get a nice bike, I was going to actually be able to use it. That's a huge motivator. When you make an expensive purchase like a bike, um, just using it so you don't feel like you wasted your money is a huge motivator. So that's like a, uh, a big motivator. I was also going through a divorce at the time too. another huge motivator. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's uh, a huge motivator, <laughs> you know, so there, there, there is a, a lot of things going on there uh, that kind of contribute to it. But at the time I had a pickup truck. I was easy to take my bike, put it in the pickup truck. I could bring it to mm-hmm. where we worked, which was an incredibly flat cycling friendly town. So very friendly to that, uh, you know, and then they had a great loop that was about eight miles long. And if you did that twice, you could bang out 16 miles, uh, you know, after work before the sun would let down. And, you know, it was, it was a great routine. And That's awesome. Uh, you know, I once that got disrupted and the first disruptor was that I, I my truck died and that was mm. disruptor. Number one was that now it was way harder, way more inconvenient to bring my bike down there. And even after getting a bike rack for my car, I didn't like having the bike rack on my car all, all the time. And so I would only that became very difficult. Um, and the, the convenience factor is huge. So you have to when it comes to exercise for me personally, it has to be something that fits into my life pretty neatly. 
Yeah. Any, dis- any disruption to that. And I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do it. But no. I, I am one of these people where my physical shape, I'm on, I'm one of these people that's on a line where I either have to do a lot of dieting or I have to do moderate exercise. I can't, yeah. I, it, it, I could probably lose weight by not changing my diet at all and only introducing moderate exercise or as long as it's convenient, as long as it's convenient. Or if I'm not going to do the exercise, if I'm just going to live my life, how I live it today and I'm not going to add any additional exercise in, then I have to diet. I have to do one or the other. And then obviously the better combination is to do them both at the same time for maximum results. But that's sort of where I'm at. So now you have started uh, this week doing a, a a juice diet, or would you call this a juice cleanse Uh, or a fast? It's definitely, it's definitely a diet because like I, I, so I did it a few weeks. Um, the week before, before I went home last, I did this for two weeks with a coworker, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was more of like all my meals were juices. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I didn't, I didn't, I had zero concentration on how long in between them, um, or even calories because I, like I. I was scared of being hungry, so I would get like two 32-ounce juices for dinner. Okay. Which is, it's huge. I mean, if that's, you hold two 32-ounce. That's 64 <laughs> ounces of juice. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's, that's the size of most people's, like, calf. Like, and, and no <laughs> pulp. Know? There is no pulp. You're, you're getting zero, no, zero it's, it's fiber. It's like 1% of the fiber. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm super paranoid about... I'm going to have, I'm going to have, I'm going to have, I'm going to have exit questions about this, but continue. (laughs) Go ahead. No, 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 no. keep keep Uh, going. I, uh, I'm super paranoid about the, the like sugar content. So it's like, it's mostly greens, each one of them. If I was feeling weak. yeah, Yeah. If I was feeling weak, I would get a smoothie bowl though. Like, and that would have the fiber. Um, I felt better about it because it would be all, you know, fruits and vegetables and whatnot. But I think I got two smoothie bowls in those two weeks, maybe mm. three. Uh, I did lose a little bit of weight. Yeah. But it was size that I lost, which was nice. Um, right around the waist. It yeah. was all, it was like I, you know, took a Brillo pad to my insides, you know? Right. <laughs> so there's a little bit was, of a cleanse action going on there. Absolutely. And that's what happens when you take the fiber out. You uh, your your body starts to go through that process where it's essentially, you know, it's going to no matter what your colon is going to move when it's digesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's 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 like now we don't have anything else. We're going to start moving the stuff that's been left behind. And most people have a decent amount of yeah, they uh, have that that what's that what, built what, up. what's that um that procedure called where they they uh, that colonic? Yeah, they they do the hydro colon therapy. Are I they, think it, where they shoot shoot water up your ass and then yeah. suck it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, I think it creates like a loop, and so there's like I think they put two tubes up your ass, and one has oh. water, and that shoots the water up through your thing, and then it like rinses out the shit in your intestines, and then it comes out the other tube, and and the really cool places will have like a clear plumbing system, <laughs> so you can see the shit coming out of your ass, and you can I, apparently you can lose yeah. up five to seven pounds from doing that procedure because there's about that much shit in mm-hmm. your intestines. Um, and I guess like what a lot of, um, I guess like athletes and models and actors and actresses, they'll do this too when they are trying to drop weight for things. Um, it's I, quicker than, cl- and then, uh, fasting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't think there's any physical appearance benefit, but I guess if you're only looking at the scale and you want to like lose pounds, you know, I guess like I don't I don't I don't think you look any different from doing it. Well, when you're when you're 
when your insides are totally empty, dude, like you, I mean, I'm telling you, the uh, pants fit crazy good. Like it's, it's not, it, it, it is wild knowing it, when you don't weigh anything less or maybe like two or three pounds less, but you feel like you look like you've lost 15 pounds. Right. It's so now, crazy. So now what, what is all this juice looking like when it's, when it's coming out? Because you still, you still have bowel movements. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I, I looked that up because I was curious and people, people were like still having bowel movements a month and a half into juicing. So no but, solid food. Right. But that, so you're, but you're saying that that's uh stripping away what's already in there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. You what ends up happening is you just have them way less frequently. you like, you might, you know, every other day or something. Wow. You know? That might be something worth thinking about doing if you're going to do any kind of like long uh, extraneous activity, like multiple day activity. So you're not worried about, you know, pooping during your long activity, like a like a big hike or marathons and shit like that. Like Your, your energy levels up too, man. Yeah, boy. I, I mean, I know that like I think like I, I don't know, like from an athletic standpoint that there's something that doesn't seem really sound about it just in that like you need calories to burn and, and use as energy. So like the stored caloric value of a juicing diet probably doesn't help some like like athletic pursuits, I'd imagine. Well, I mean, I still I'll, I still work out. Now, I mean, it's more than 10 minutes now, but but I'm saying like endurance, if you're, if we're talking like running marathons or, or like extended day hikes, like you, you need more caloric value oh, to like carb load the day before or something. I think, I think that's what a lot of athletes do with something yeah. like that. You know, I mean, maybe not talking like maybe not football players and basketball players. Like, I don't know. I guess they probably all have different sort of regiments, but, uh, and dis- different disciplines, but, uh. Yeah. I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, they definitely aren't like looking for fruits. They're looking for like processed carbs and st- stuff like that. To uh, uh, it's a longer breakdown process in your body, right? Yeah. So you've been doing. Yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah. The right, correct. I mean, there's also like, you know, for for people like like me. I have extra energy to spare, but my, and my body needs to, <laughs> unfortunately my body would need to go into a starvation mode to use those energy stores. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, it, it for it, it I'm it, also, I'm also harboring, uh, uh, fat (laughs) (laughs) but i'm also not like very cultivating i'm I'm sorry (laughs) i'm not very uh athletic and i'm not doing any extraneous uh activity but um yeah it's interesting so 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 let's let me let so let's so you so you you started this what a couple weeks ago yeah and you know when i went home i didn't do it okay Um, so you did it like so when you say you did it like a couple like did you do it for like a week yeah, we uh, at the end of the week, we both had solid meals, okay. um, which were salads, but mine was a Caesar. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it uh, he didn't want to go all the way through it. And I was like, I'm not that motivated. Like I the only reason I'm juicing right now uh-huh. is let me tell you about when I first juiced. I could not pay my rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was that desperate to lose weight because I had been fat all my life and right. I was at that 300 kind of realm yeah my highest was uh 321 wow and uh you know what man i i saw that movie and i think it was two days later i had enough i was it, when someone tells you that the answer can be that simple yeah like it, you can't even process that right away mm. you know what i'm saying you're right. just like that's crazy. He's crazy. He's rich. So, you know, he could buy enough juice to do that all day. Right. Um, and then I was like, wait a minute, fruits and vegetables are cheap as hell, especially in Texas where I lived at the time. Uh, I'm definitely trying this. So yeah. I went and got a $29 juicer at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, at first it was like, you know, buy 12 mangoes cause they're like, like a quarter a piece in Texas or 20 cents a piece. 
right. um, and then buy as much celery and cucumber and kale as you can and maybe get a lemon or whatever. Um, and I would make big pitchers of juice for like two days. Yeah. Um, not paying my rent, uh, buying fruits and vegetables every other day, like 60 bucks worth of this stuff every, every other day, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was dropping weight at a unbelievable rate, dude. Mm. I had never done and stuck to a diet in how old was I at the time? 26, 27. Mm. No, 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 no. It was right before I moved to Connecticut. So 25 or 24. Okay. One yeah. of those. Young. Um it I I lost in the 20 days that I did that yeah. over 50 pounds. Wow. Which when you are 300 pounds is mind blowing. Yeah. That's a lot to lose in that amount of time too. Like that's like, I'd, uh, uh, doctors might be nervous about that. Like that's too, that might be too much. I mean, when you hear it in words, yeah, but I dude, if this was happening to you and anyone who's listening, if you're extremely overweight, do not be afraid to try this. This is not, you are, if you can afford it, do it. Because if you're diabetic, then you know you'll die from it. But anyone else? Pot about pot is uh, is not doctors. And, I'm not uh, licensed, <laughs> but I'll tell you this from fucking your, experience. Consult your doctor before any extreme <laughs> regimen. Here's the thing too. That's a good point to bring up, that how nervous people get about things like this, you, you know, the majority of people get information like this from Dr. Oz or something, you know, um, Dr. Oz doesn't know you. Right. That's true. I, I I think one, I think I, I, one of the, the, you know, I, I always have viewed it as a luxury sort of ability is to have access to a nutritionist. And, you know, I feel like if that was more part of primary care, that was like part if you if if when you went to go get your annual physical, you also had to meet with a nutritionist. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? Like the, you know, obesity rate in this country is through the roof. Why isn't a nutritionist part of primary care on it? I mean, like. So every doctor's office now has to employ a nutritionist. I mean, like, is where, what, what's the downside to that? I I mean, more people will get jobs, I guess, like, (laughs) I guess, like, why, like, where, where would the problem be? I guess, like, what is it that, is that going to make your, your primary go like way more expensive? I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't know what, what the barrier is to that, but it seems like so many people's health is contingent on what they're eating that to have a nutrition, maybe the primary care doctor is like um, certified enough to give you nutrition advice. And so maybe they're just like, you need to lose weight and that's all the nutrition advice you get. But like, I I, kind of feel like a nutritionist would be something really beneficial at a primary care visit. And it should be part of it for everyone, I think. And I'd be willing to bet more people would go to their primary if they had access to a nutritionist because um, I think more people need to talk about diet. Yeah, because some people are living their life and not knowing that they are unbelievably gluttonous. Oh, yeah. I am saying I totally know what you're saying because I I live that life. (laughs) I live that life. But I was whatever you were, dude, I had to be, you know, a southern kid eating, you know, enough rice for like six people a night. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, so, so you told me uh, before the podcast that you are now, uh, you are doing this, this, this week and you're doing, uh, you told me, and I, I wanted to save it for the show, but you said you're doing a controversial juice regiment right now. Yeah. So I'm not drinking juice at all. I, (laughs) I, so the juicing, I want to make, I want to make something very clear. I would only recommend that to people because I did it and it works. And if you can afford it, do it. Um, If you can't afford it, still do it because that's your life. Um, And your knees are going to feel great. This one, this thing that I saw recently, 
mm-hmm. um, had to do with uh, uh, complete fast, like no food at all, just water every day, no calories or very low calories. Um, and to at first, I'm like, that's that's obviously crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this video started getting into the the studies that had been done already. And to my surprise, like the first one that they brought up was from like 1890. And this rich guy in Ireland was like 380 and Mm. lost 270 pounds over 380 days of not eating food. And he was examined by doctors the whole time. And Mm. they a couple of their points were he was always in a good mood and always had energy. and. He um, could think straight and they compared this to a study that they did with like a hundred participants at mm-hmm. another, in another country, but a hundred participants and don't quote me on that number, but it was a lot more than one person. Um, they've made sure that these guys had 3,500 calories every day for three months and they made them do all like physical activities and uh you know, random tests to test your cognitive abilities and can you solve problems right now? Things like that. And then for six months, they fed these guys a thousand calories every day and tested them. And, you know, obviously they like after a long time, like once you run out of, I guess, the carbs or whatever, you you really start to display like. Uh, uh, for one irritability and uh, mania, but mm. they like these guys were not, they were fidgety. They, they had little shakes and stuff in their hands, you know um, they, they were not able to physically keep up right um, the way that they did when they were on 3,500 calories. And that was the point that they were making with the video, the guys that were on a severe caloric deficit um had all the issues that the guy who had no food for over a year had. Wow. So how did, how did they, what did they, how did they explain that he was able to survive? Because I've heard that, you know, like when you are like stranded on a deserted Island, like you have, you know, like three weeks without food. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but I, I know that the number one thing was water he had to have. And yeah. he had a vit- uh, multivitamin every day. And he just didn't eat. A, no food. So they explained that after two days, your body goes into ketosis. And that's the whole point of the the um, keto was diet. He, was he exercising? Have, yeah. He was exercising everything. He, Your body, that's the whole point of that diet is it makes your body run off of fat. Um, when you have a thousand calories a day, your body's re- uh, response is insulin and it takes more than a day to get rid of it. So uh-huh. you have to fast for two days to get into ke- ketosis. Right. That's why these guys were going crazy. They were yeah. having just enough calories to make their body think they were starving and the body couldn't do anything about it because the insulin doesn't let you break down fat. Right. Yeah, I've heard a little bit of, of keto diets and I, I I know that that's where you, you run off fat. And I, I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on any of this stuff. I don't really know how that all works. But I that seems like he had to have been doing something uh, to. To. I mean, I, I, he had I think be- this is I think this is a common thing. And I thought this way, too. Yeah. Your body's like a car. Right. It's not moving if it's not it doesn't have a tank, you know, like if yeah. there's nothing in there. But I didn't. I, it makes sense to me now. Your tank is your entire body. Your skin holds the tank in. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's your body fat. Right. And ketosis is not eating bacon every day. Ketosis is your body saying, all right, we're going to run on this now. And the keto diet, I've I've been off put by immediately. I'm like, why would anyone eat like this? This is yeah. it's like meat and cheese and and nuts and stuff typically. Right. 
I looked up like vegan keto. I was very curious. And it's, it's like you're eating avocados all day. Wow. Yeah. And seeds. Yeah. So so what's, so what's the, uh, so what's the controversial, uh, thing that you're, you're doing now with your juice or you're, you're not, so you're saying, are you saying that you're just not eating? So my, what I, my little loophole is they, I looked up and the, you know, there's, this seems to like all be opinion, but, uh, some people say you can have like 60 calories without going into ketosis. Okay. Um, or 50 or 80, I don't know. But, um, for my vitamins, I, I, I do have a couple of different vitamins I take, but also there is this wonderful algae out there called spirulina. Yeah. And I learned recently that, well, not recently, but this, it, it's like the only thing that grows on earth that could, uh, uh, like suffice life by itself. Huh? Like you could eat this all your life. Right. And, okay. uh, like, uh, like warriors used to eat this and the Aztecs or whatever. Um, but it's only 10 calories per serving of this. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do like, Two or three of these a day. These big, you know, smart water bottles. I yep. got it here. Rob can see it's uh it's like yeah. a very dark green. Yeah. Um it's very dark. Yes, yeah, spir- if spir- I told you this was a uh, juice, you would have believed it. Yeah, they they add spirulina to a lot of like health shakes and drinks, and mm-hmm. it's it's also I think filled with antioxidants and yep. uh so there's like that component of spirulina too. And I think aren't there some there's some um, properties of it. I may, may it maybe might be the antioxidants though. That that's why it's it's like, it's nature's multivitamin. It, it, yeah. The list of shit that's in spirulina is crazy. Yeah. Um, and like one serving of this, like for for like B six was like fifty percent of your daily amount. Right. You know, it's crazy. So you're doing. So how long are you doing this for? Um. So that was another thing that they brought up that. Everyone, they, they brought up several other success stories with the, the no calorie kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but several people said that they ate when their body said they were hungry. They literally never felt the same kind of hunger until they were actually hungry. Like their body said they were hungry. Yeah. So they said it takes two days for that to go away. So and you've been doing this for how long? I haven't. I, I did. I started that today. I've been juicing the last couple of days, but okay. today I was like, you so know now what? You're, now you're now jumping you're, off the cliff. You're stepping up. I'm jumping the shark, dude. Got it. So in two days, you won't. You'll. You're saying your theory. You have a theory. You have uh, that you will. Your hunger will subside in a, in a couple of days, and yeah. your body will go into some light version of ketosis. Oh, no, it's full bore ketosis. The keto diet is light ketosis. Oh, I thought you said you needed, um, I thought, I thought you said a few calories a day would, would, would stop that though. Yeah, no, it's, uh, uh, anything over 60 and I think it's anything over 60 in a serving, but I don't know how long that takes to go through your body. You know, no matter what this, this stuff for one serving has one carb. Are you also drinking uh, water with it too? Tons of water. Yeah. Tons and tons of water. I, I, I'm working outside right now too. So I'm getting, you know, eight to nine, 10 of those, like, uh, the Walmart, um, bottled water, you know, that kind of the shit you get in like a 36 pack. Don't worry. We recycle. I work for the green company, (laughs) but, um, now, now I'm going to be like drinking water just to feel full like i had something <laughs> right you know yeah i don't know i'm hoping i make it man because it's so it's, what's what's the goal how long uh just until uh, when I, until you get until you they're like i don't want to do this anymore or like I, yeah I, I, I if it gets to the point where the only thing that gets in your way with these kind of things I'm I'm gathering too is your mind like you convince yourself that you're gonna die Um, but like I felt that way with juicing and I was getting over a thousand calories a day in juice. Well over a thousand. I'd imagine. Yeah. 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 And so another surprising fact, there's protein in the juice. 
Yeah, I mean, so I imagine certain uh, certain uh, juices, certain vegetables. Well, every every single plant thing requires protein to grow. Right. Sure. Okay. It's yep. the building block of life. Uh, wow. Even romaine lettuce has protein content. Wow. They need to step it up, but so 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 by next so by next episode we are the not only are we going to ask Ryan where uh, yes. where where he is in the planet, but we are also going to ask him if he's still on his uh, liquid fast. What are we calling yes. this? Ryan, you know, I think we I think we could call it like algae juicing or <laughs> algae <laughs> juicing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Algae <laughs> juicing. I'm gonna write that down. Progress. Okay. <laughs> Algae juice. Yes. Progress. On our next. On our next. This is what I'm expecting, just based off of what the videos told me. Okay. In a couple of days, I will not be hungry, and I will probably be working out twice as long, mm. um, just because of the energy spike. Yeah. Now okay. you, I did get it. Now I've done the like one meal a day where you're, you know, you're intermittent fasting for 20, what, 24 hours, you know, between yeah. every meal. Um, right. and your energy level for that through the roof. Mm-hmm. If the longer you go without food, I'm finding that just in my experience so far, I, I can't tell anyone else what to do. And, you know, you should know if you shouldn't be doing this because you probably have a lot of things wrong with you. But the it it feels good. It feels good getting past that hump. Right. When your I, body starts digesting, I'm assuming it's digesting fat after even the one day or whatever. But it, it feels great, dude. Yeah, I, I, I would say. Uh, I I'm skeptical of this as a, as a diet and, you know, in quotes, uh, I would say that this, I could see this as part of a fast to kick off something else. I could, I could see this uh, as part of a, uh, of a cleanse, uh, to, to start a different kind of diet. Uh, Mm. I would not, I, I would say that the um, I would be interesting. It would be interesting to see what was up with that, that, that guy who did this for a year and what that guy's life overall looked like, because back to our original point, certain mm-hmm. things are easy because it's part of your lifestyle and it's kind of, there's a convenience factor. Absolutely. And so I'd be curious to see what was up with that guy to where that was even acceptable because um, I mean, let's put it this way between now and the end of the year, you're going to have Thanksgiving. You're going to have Christmas. You're going to have mm-hmm. Halloween. You're going <laughs> to, these are all major <laughs> culinary, uh, experiences. Oh, yeah. You're going to have new year's Eve with lots of alcohol, maybe, you know? So my point is, is that there are things in our lifestyle that, yeah. that is going to challenge a diet like this. Absolutely. And, um, People are afraid to go to family events and tell someone that they will not. Oh, I'm not eating this. When I ha- when I was very aggressive on the carbs that I, I started that in the fall. It was around this time when I really <laughs> buckled down. And that Thanksgiving, I legitimately didn't have any carbs. And it was a sh- it was really shitty. I think I had yeah. some turkey, some Brussels sprouts, no, no soda. Gravy. Uh, just water wasn't drinking oh i gave up beer like so so none of that i so that's huge too and i wasn't that big into to liquor at that point either you know six years ago like i wasn't like now whiskey and wine are kind of the the drinks i i prefer and um and i i do drink more beer now um but i giving up beer really meant me give like at the time I was mostly just drinking beer. And so giving up beer meant I was mostly giving up drinking. Um, <laughs> and, and it was probably through that, that kind of brought whiskey to me. Mm-hmm. And, and because it, you know, whiskey is when you're, when you're trying to lose weight is a good liquor to drink that and, yeah. and vodka. Most just 
you know, rum has a lot of sugar in it. Um, but yeah. uh, whiskey if and Bravo vodka, to, you're fine. If, if Bravo's taught me anything, it's vodka sodas are for skinny people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I wish you luck. I, I, I think, th- I, I think the thing with, with these kinds of diets and, and the one, and one thing I've learned through my own sort of yo-yoing and with, with dieting and, and working out is, uh, when you go to extremes, there's usually a recoil. And so I would uh, be very uh, uh, vigilant in your uh, what you do after this, mm-hmm. because uh, I know when I was riding my bike a lot. Um, yeah, I was ravenous after a bike ride. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, I mean. It, it literally, it was like to the point of like, I, 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 I've never been so hungry after a long bike ride to the point where <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. And, yeah. and I have to like go and get like a protein shake or like a muscle milk or just something to put something in my stomach, you know? Um, because yeah. like the other thing too is, is like when you're doing sort of long, I mean, listen, I wasn't doing like, you know, uh, uh, you know, triathlons or anything. I wasn't doing like huge miles. I think the longest bike ride I've ever done is like 30 miles, Um, you know. But when you run out of gas on a bike Mm -hmm. ride and I'd imagine the same as for running it, Mm -hmm. when you run out of gas, it's a bad feeling is not a good feeling to be, you know, uh, 15 miles away from where you started and you ran out of gas and you're like, now you got to ride 15 miles back. That's, I didn't even think of that. (laughs) No, I mean, so like, that's brutal. Something I, I, I don't, I mean, you're, you do a lot of workout things too. So I, I'm curious to see how this will co-mingle and coexist once you start applying more physical activity into the Mm -hmm. equation, because those, uh, those I found when I was riding at the most, I, I, I do remember being just absolutely ravenous, uh, yep. at the end of a, of a, of a long ride. Um, so good luck. We are you. anxiously awaiting updates. Yeah. You know, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll document a little bit of this and see, uh, see if I can catch any of the changes. <laughs> maybe update the fans on how I'm feeling. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we will send all of you pictures of me and my progress <laughs> naked. There we go. <laughs> See? Maybe, maybe we can uh, set up an only fans. Um, yes. And Ryan. Right. Pot about pot only fans. <laughs> If you want to see Ryan naked, you can sign up for our OnlyFans. Yes, absolutely. Start pimping Ryan out. You can send just, me outfits you want to see me in. My Amazon wish list is pot about. <laughs> so funny. Oh man. Well, uh, God, I think I, we're 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 right up to the end here. We uh, nice. ma- made another episode. Man, this one's been now the now the fans know exactly how crazy I can get. There it is. Now you know. Now you know what we're, we're what we're working with over here at Pod About Pod. Pod well, About Pod is about exploration. That's ourselves. right. And so, so this podcast, this one was about juicing. This Pod About Pod was about juicing. Yeah. And who knows what the next Pod About Pod will be? <laughs> it's going to have a little bit to do with juicing. <laughs> I think I know, Rob. Yeah. It's gonna have a little bit, yeah. Once, yeah, you're gonna, you can't, you can't like throw a big stone in the pond and not expect a, a ripple. No. So, um, yeah, that's where we're at, folks. Oh, I forgot to mention, by the way, I have a coworker who's doing this with me, and okay. uh, we have fifty bucks on who gives in first. Oh, okay. Good motivation. <laughs> Great little, motivation. Little, by the little, way, if you are wager. a money-minded person, yeah. Well. That's going to do it for us this week. This is Pod About Pod. You can find all of our social media and platforms on podaboutpod.com. Again, we are now on iHeartRadio, and you can find us on Spotify in the search box, Pod About Pod, one word. Tell your friends, 
It's probably one of the easier ways to to catch us, although most of our listeners are coming from Apple Podcasts. So if you're out on Apple, leave us a review and follow us on Spotify and on Apple. Follow the show. That's a huge help. Even if you don't do the yeah, if you don't do the, the, the rating, that's cool. But, you know. Uh, anyway, this has been Pod About Pod. We will see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.